Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson, and this is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And tonight we'll be reviewing this sort of pop culture movie called The Dungeon Master. Now, wait a minute. It was um, released in 1984. Before we go on, I think it's got several names. I mean, it's... I think the main name is The Dungeon Master, but it was originally called, I believe, Rage War, hmm. The Challenges of Excalibrate, hmm. and it might have also been called Digital Knights with the K-N-I-D-H-C-S. Yeah, yeah. When, it was, when it was released, Rage Wars was released in the US, Emperor Pictures changed Empire, the title, yeah. uh, Empire Pictures changed the title to The Dungeon Master, be- mostly due to the popularity of the role-playing game Dungeons, Dungeons and, and Dragons. Dragons. News- and the newspaper in- sadly included a disclaimer saying disclaimer, yeah. that said that this film is not associated with the R. I mean the TSR Inc. Publisher of Dungeons and Dragons in the game, so it has no association. So don't, if you guys are a big fan of Dungeons and Dragons, the game, do not, not mistake uh, this movie was, for this one. But it was one. inspired by it to a certain degree because there's a lot of bit, bit of role playing in here. Yeah, and like, this does have hmm. a lot of video game. Yeah. Um, you know, a bit like Tron things here. Where he's dragged into a an alternate universe environment sort of thing. So yeah. yeah. Now uh, now before we go too far. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been re- referred to as an anthology horror fantasy. Yeah. Well, to me, it's not a true anthology. Mm. To me, an anthology is a group of stories that are, may or may not be related, but this follows one person's battle with one other person given different scenarios. Yeah, so, this has like... Um, <clears throat> Uh, Seven? Severin's different scenarios. Yeah. Yeah. It, but the main one is about a man who just happens to be an IT person yeah. who gets um, pulled into a realm of fantasy and horror. Well, yeah. Like going dragged into hell to battle a demon called Mustima, who is supposed to be a devil or a mad magician or something or other. Or Whatever. Something. According to Wikipedia, they they depict him <laughs> as a... As a evil sorcerer that's lived so many years now getting back to the anthology side of things now the only the similarity with the anthology part is that each segment each challenge uh, our main guys put through has been written and directed by different people so yes in some ways it's uh, an anthology yeah Hmm. the one thing i like about this is the directors were able to work together on this. Unlike yeah, other directors and, and story writers who just work against one yeah. another, and, but and this one worked together. And it wasn't detrimental to the characters, so mm. it was good. Now, actually, there was another thing I noticed. There's a heavy metal band in there called Wasp, W-A-S-P. And I gather that's a real band in America, and they brought them into uh, yeah. one of the... Uh, uh, what are called skits, um, skits, uh, skits scenario, segments, whatever, or yeah. sequences, they yeah. call it. So, whatever. But there's also, you know, there's a line in this movie which is probably well known and been used in other movies and in pop culture. It is, <coughs> um, our, our main guy, our, our protagonist says, I reject your reality and I uh, substitute Keep my, my own. own. Yeah. So he, he takes control yeah, of his, this, uh, his environment. Yeah, yeah. see, mm. this um, sort of quote became very popular in a Discovery TV show called uh, Mythbusters. Well, there you go then. So it's become a very popular quote. Yeah. Um, so who would have thought? 
Yeah. Who mm. would have thought? Mm. Okay. No, anyway, now, uh, there's a lot of actors here because of all different segments or whatever, but I'm only going to mention the main three. Yeah, because it's only... F- the rest are more like <coughs> co-stars <coughs> and or actors. extras. Yeah, support, support actors just to make the... Uh, Cut it out. Now, okay, the main one is Jeffrey Byron. Byron uh, plays Paul Bradford. He's a skilled computer programmer who invented Excalibrate, which is his his personal computer. Or Calge, for short. Cal, and it plays a very important part through the whole movie. Now, in other words, a skilled computer programmer. uh, Translated, an IT geek. Now, um, (laughs) (laughs) no, he's a really nice guy. Um, he's now, good looking, just now, so you guys know. He's not an attractive man. Yeah, I, I can't say no, it's not a man. Uh, and Richard Moll, M O L L, plays Mastima, who's his adversary in the Never Regions. And Leslie Wing plays Gwen Rogers, Paul's girlfriend. And she plays an interesting part, especially in the beginning. Yeah, she's and sort of a. Does aerobics um, and stuff. Really aerobics nice. and <laughs> dancing and stuff. She's Listen. really pretty. Mm. <laughs> anyway. Mm. Um, back to the days when the 80s would often have a mixture of dancers back then. Well, yeah, they're doing sort of a jazz, jazz ballet or aerobics or something rather at the beginning of it. And she's a very fit looking lady. Yeah. Um, anyway, irrespective, I don't think I've got anything else to talk about just at the moment. So without further ado, ado. I'll pass over Sarah. Yes, so the story begins with um, dear old Paul, who's just finishing work for the day. As we said before, he's an IT person who does everything with computers. And Cal, his um, computer, is sort of linked in with him, where he and her worked as a bit of a team. Yeah, somehow or other. I think it's a yeah, suspect See, relationship. See, Cal yeah. is a like, um, very intelligent computer, you know. He gave the female's voice too. Yeah, and this is where we get um, a bit of uh, problems between him and his girlfriend, Gwen, who Gwen is not too thrilled that her boyfriend is, love, well, very close to Cal, the um, computer. Yeah, the love triangle, her, her boyfriend and a computer. And, and she thinks the computer's winning. Yeah, because Cal and and Paul have a good working relationship. Exactly. And he asked, there's a song, um, I can't remember the band, it was called Computer One. Hmm. I can't remember, My Sex, My Adon, I can't remember. And the same sort of thing, the guy kept asking his computer about all his relationship things and everything, instead of talking to his girlfriend. Hmm, true. Yeah, so yeah, a, a yeah. bit like that. Mm. Yes. Anyway, there was, I, there was even a scene when he's leaving work, he's talking to his assistant, his associate, I should say. And Work colleague, if you will. Yeah, and his associate wants to give him a lift home, but his Paul wants to run, jog away yeah, home. Yeah, he, he jogs every afternoon after work to uh, burn off, um, well, whatever. Yeah, Cal- and calories? Yeah, <laughs> while he's um, jogging, he uses the um, cow of the computer, who's um, sort of, I guess, a camera inside his lens, his camera, his glasses that changes the um, lighting, on the traffic lights for him. Yeah, I, I find it hard to believe that a poor computer could affect the traffic lights, which yeah. is on the national grid. Yeah, yeah and while <laughs> he's running, his grid. associate is mm. stuck in traffic or mm. going to be... Yeah. Uh, be um, so he runs home fast and he could have been driven home anyway. Uh-huh. Bugger that. I'll be in traffic jams like that too. Mm. Yeah, eventually he arrives at home and... His wife, want, uh, Paul asks his wife, his girlfriend, if they could get married, he because he he's really in love with her and things are going really well for them. But 
dear old Gwen, as I said before, um, has a problem with Cal, the computer. So um, later that night, as they're going to sleep, he has a, a horrible nightmare where he sees Gwen in a beautiful setting and mm. him and he's pound in this sort of... Um, she's bathing in a yeah. lake or a little pool oh, at the bottom of a waterfall. It's yeah. very beautiful. Mm. Yeah, wearing a beautiful outfit. And he, tr- and he tries to approach her, but somehow this invisible barrier is preventing him to get near her. And he somehow starts getting hotter and hotter. Like his skin gets flaky for some reason, like he's in... He's in a hot climate, and he's then burning. yeah, he's, burning. he continues pounding on the invisible barrier. And she can't. But, she's totally oblivious to him. Yes, mm. and soon enough he wakes and he sees that in his bedroom that his Gwen's disappeared. And a bit of smoke hanging around. Yeah, like something or mm. someone has taken her, and and lo and behold, he disappears in a snappo snappo weird way. And we soon appear in this interesting place that looks like hell, or or some something kind of, like or some kind of weird dimension, Death Valley, or, or something. <laughs> I can't really describe it because anyway, there we meet Mistima, and Mistima is a creepy-looking sorcerer, and he dubs him Excalibur. Excalibrate. Yeah, and then um, we notice on dear old he that. That Paul's clothing's changed. He now looks like an action hero. An action hero, like those guys you see in those comics. And he's got a, a mini computer strapped to his arm, which is actually Cal. Yeah. Yeah. And she describes Mistima as, the, you know, L's above, Satan, you name oh, it. Oh yeah, so, well, so stuff. I don't. I don't know. He's just going through graphic, uh, graphical or text references saying to understand who and what he is. Yeah, yeah but I, I think that Wikipedia mm. described Mistima as a, a sorcerer, sorcerer yeah. who's immortal and <coughs> who's over the years kind of looking for adversaries to pit against alternative odds to see if they're, you know, worthy mm. to match. He's bored. Mm, yeah. Mm. So yeah. he sets up a few trials. This is like video game trials when you look at this. Uh, most of them are, you know, thinking you have to think about this sort of thing or yeah. technical stuff where he ends up using a laser. Yeah, now that's, that's, that's rather suspect, but I mean, the laser would not have been in his bag of goodies back in the real world. How come he's been given a laser? In hell or wherever he is. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, it doesn't matter. As I often say in the past, guys, I don't question a movie like this. (coughs) But anyway, and he knew how to use it. Yes. Straight away. He's very clever. Well, yeah. it took a bit of time. He's an IT geek. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, most of these what these trials, they look quite different from one another. Most of them set in reality. Others in fantasy. Yep. Others in a, a creepy area. Well, I'll read for your segments later. Yeah. 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 The first one was sort of like uh, in a sort of... Um, a cold cave climate, and it yeah, and it had these interesting Ice old gallery. Yeah, yeah, sort of a almost a, there was a lot of statues mm. there or or frozen people. I'm well, not sure. Well, like frozen people, like yeah, it was very cold, so everyone would just freeze. A bit like um, mm. 
Oh, what do you call it? Cryogenics? Yeah. 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 Anyway, mm-hmm. they're frozen, and they, all of them have a bit of a bad history, like that you well, see... Jack the Ripper was Jack there. Jack the Ripper. And the Wolfman um, Wolf was there. The, let me see. The, the Mummy, there. I think it was. And yeah. the only one that seems to be odd person now is Einstein. Yeah, and he's sitting there with something in his hand. Yeah, a crystal of a sorts. Crystal. And that was... Uh, and that was sort mm. of um, a clue that to use that crystal against the monsters when they come to life and try to attack them. And yeah, it worked lovely. really well. Then the next one... Oh, anyway, I went, anyway, that one was written... Actually, don't, oh, no, I'll go for the same player who, who, who wrote and produced... Uh, wrote and directed them. Yeah, carry on. Um, I don't know the, which order they go no, in, No, just, just go through. There's a few of them, anyway. Hmm. Okay, I guess. Um, let me think. Um, I think the next one is a sort of um, a weird cave. A weird... Um, sort of, oh, I can't really describe it. It looks like hell, obviously, again. And he has to face these creatures and this weird rat puppet named Ratspits. Ratspit. Yeah, Bits. what a great name. And yeah. he sets him some trials, even one where um, it shows what Paul will, will happen to him when he f- fails to fight against yeah. um, Mistima. Or, or loses. That, yeah, that what he sort of coined his phrase. Yeah, where he says, "I reject your reality and I substitute yeah. my own." Yeah, yeah. So and it's that turn. And in the case of what could come to pass, and yeah. of course, mm. Mistima d- doubts the fact he's going to be able to win. Although throughout these trials, uh, Mistima cheats in the end anyway. So yeah, you know, throughout <laughs> these trials, he tries. Um, <clears throat> Paul wins throughout all these ones, no matter how difficult they were. The next one, I think, is, um, I think, a rock concert type one. It was called mm. The yeah, Wasp. Heavy metal. Yeah. And it was interesting, that bit, where he the, tries to fight through the crowds and tries to fight the band okay. members. And the band member, the head guy, was going to kill Gwen with a chainsaw, was it? Yeah, or, um, uh, what was it? A machete. Machete, yes, right, yeah. Machete, yes, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, he, and Cal tells him, High frequency noise will stop them, so... Yeah, so turning up the volume. And destroyed everybody, and he saved his lovely lady. Yeah, and anyway, the next one, Hmm. I think... um, In the next one... um, Well, before we get to the next one, um, I think that Mistima was... He even tries to barter with Paul, tells him that if... I'll let you go free if you let me have... The lady. Yeah. Hey, well, did he give me offering some gold and he stuff? He offered gold and, and some three good looking babes. Every good looking yeah. woman. Yeah, but they weren't bad. They were good looking. Could but, have been a good trade. But Paul just shrugged them off and says, There's no fool like an old, old fool. fool. And. Oh. That's insulting. And then Dear yeah. Miss Seaman zaps him into another world. Another job. And he, he is frustrated to no end. Trust me, I've seen it. <laughs> anyway, so the next world, I think, would have been, I think, <laughs> a, I think it was a, takes place in the modern world, I think. That's the police one? Yeah, where uh, it was called Slasher. Yeah, the killer, yeah, the modern yeah. day Slasher killer type guy. Yeah, and this is where <coughs> Paul sees a newspaper that says, um, of a slasher killer who kills Quinn, but then Mistima's voice appears in in this world saying, "Don't be disheartened, Scalabrine. She's not dead, but if you don't be quick, soon she will be." So, he, acting quickly, but before we can get to that, he gets captured by some police who accuse him of of murdering somebody else. Murdering someone, mm. but. Dear, with thanks to Cal, he was able to leave 
escape the police and try to find the killer before he finds Gwen. Unfortunately, he gets there in time, defeats the criminal, and he was able to save Gwen in time. And right. the police arrested the, the, the slasher guy. Hmm. hmm. Yes. Not a good ending. Have, lived happily ever after. Not, yeah, true. Hmm. The next one is takes that sort of makes me think of... No, Max. What? The, de- the desert one? No? Not that one. Okay. But the, this one this takes place with a giant um, weird creature that's made of brick. Oh, oh stone of, guy. Yeah. Stone st- Canyon uh, yeah. giant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't really describe him in details because in this scene it makes me think of the animation techniques of from the Puppet Master. Frame. Yeah, a bit of still frame. Yeah. That was good. That was good. Mm-hmm. But he, be- he beats the uh, best big rock statue type thing. Yeah, yeah before he... Yeah. <coughs> and let me see that. Let me see. The, the short uh, segment after that is of... Let me think is where he faces a creature in a cave and at first he hears Quinn's voice and he thinks it's a trick he from the steamers. It's Gwen. Gwen's, <laughs> um, Gwen's voice, but he thinks it's a trick from the steamer. But um, it turns it's out to, that it wasn't a trick because there was someone inside the cave. It wasn't a hurt, somebody else. Yeah, it was a creature, but as he fights it, he soon sees that the creature gets defeated, and then he discovers this creature was um, a sort of an old, an angel turns in, who was turned into a yep. monster. <coughs> and because she'd be naughty. And <coughs> she told him that 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 you could have won if you walked away. Yeah. And yeah. She, interesting. She, yeah, and he, and he says that he was that he didn't do, and the fact she says that she digressed and she was punished for entering this for. And stuck in this cave for years. And so, and he saved her by mm. somehow or other. Yes. That was that was a bit vague. That bit. That was very vague, and I wasn't sure if he won or not. Oh, I, I think he did. Yeah. Anyway, the final, final, final segment, I think, <coughs> I mean sequence, was when he and Quinn are on this sort of futuristic Mad Max type world. Yeah, quite good. Though, I like that. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Where they face a few. Um, <coughs> Um, village um, dwellers or yeah, we got. I mean, weird it's, like, it's like a plain graveyard. It starts off here, you know, like yeah. a bit like yeah, you know, bit like in Terminator when they had all, uh, all, I know, say, all the yeah. equipment there and stuff. Yeah. That or Mad Max. Mad whatever. Max, yeah, but there was a race scene with those funny cars or whatever. So yeah. anyway, um, he eventually defeats them with with thanks to Cal again and his and Gwen's help, obviously. Yeah, she she comes at the trunk. She grabs a gun there and starts shooting the naughty guys. I gotta admit though, yeah. the cast mm. here make me think of <coughs> my friend um, Tracy, who's uh, into costume <coughs> and, and prop design, yeah, yeah. and she also does a bit of dabbles in making um, accessories for, say, you know, armed cars sort of thing. Yeah, she got a couple, I think. Yeah, she's mm. also she used to be in the army, so you yeah, know. So, yeah, she's a very, very, has a good, very lovely lady, and has a good knowledge of, you know. You know that sort of thing. Yeah, but she knows a lot. Mm-hmm. And it has been very useful for in my last production. <coughs> Excuse me. Yes. So moving on, um, <coughs> as they dr- they were driving through on the um, inside one of those things, those vehicles, um, we then see um, another car that's identical to theirs, and they noticed right away. Paul notices that the um, ca- the um, gears in the car yeah, this is where, are being this controlled is where by someone cheated. else. 
it, the, the car was taken over by my steamer, so he couldn't steer it, couldn't slow it down, couldn't do anything. And now the car was coming straight for him. So he couldn't get away. Yeah, nah. And then the car's crashed. I'm not even sure if he won that one either, to be no, honest. I, I think Mastema tried to cheat and he challenged him saying, yeah, he knew he cheated. That's why then he challenged him to a one-on-one fight. Yes, because he realised that... Without magic. Yeah, because mm, Mastema yeah. re- realises that he is just bored and he's never had a real challenge ever in his existence. It's always, oh, let's place an individual into these sets of traps and let them see how they pan out. Pan, pan, pan. Whatever, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> dear Paul challenges him and they begin their a, a short a fist fight. fight. Of course, <laughs> at one point, Paul, and eventually Paul wins, and thanks to Cal. And uh, Mastema falls into a lava pit or something or other. Yeah. And supposedly snuffs it. Yeah. Supposedly. Well, the emperor died that way. He went down some chute and blew up, didn't he? Yeah. In, uh, Star Wars, so. Yeah, I almost wish people left, led, <laughs> let sleeping dogs lie in that one. <laughs> I just hate what it dog? when... I didn't see any dogs. No, you know what I mean, Mike. I mean, I just get annoyed when some people keep thinking this person didn't die that way. Oh, gosh. Uh, I just hate it when people well, screw with stories. Uh, Mastema. Mastema died. There you go, there yes. <laughs> so, meanwhile, um, Paul releases Gwen, and they embrace, and the next minute, they appear back in their apartment. And she said, oh, let's get married. Yeah, and Cal, oh. Cal's back in her computer, all safe and sound, and, and too. And they're all, and they're all friends. And they have a threesome. No, no Mike. I didn't have a threesome. Okay, <laughs> no. no. Oh, yeah. But now, but Quinn is finally um, <laughs> well, accepted. Um, Cal as as. Quinn. You keep calling her Quinn. Oh, sorry, Quinn. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Gwen finally accepts um, Cal as and the the computer. So they're all friends now. And, and the three of them live happily ever after. I guess so. <laughs> now. I don't know why I keep calling her Quinn. Gwen, because Gwen. you had one of your people in your um, production a couple of years ago was called Quinn. Mm, yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. I know but these things. It's just a slip of the tongue, guys. Yes, I know. He's got a very slippery tongue. Anyway, now, getting back to the, se- the segments and directed by us, okay? The Stone Canyon Giant was uh, directed by David Allen, who I believe wrote the script as well. Mm. Heavy Metal was actually done by uh, Charles Band, the guy who'd written the whole show. Uh, Demons of the Dead, John Carl Butchler, I think is the right pronunciation. Slasher was done by Stephen Ford. Mm. Cave Beast was Peter Manusian, I think, M-A-N-O-O-G-I-A-N. Interesting thing about Slasher, the segment, yeah. um, Steve Ford, okay. this was the first and only director Super thing that he okay. did. Yeah. Okay, fine, I'm moving on. I'm just telling you guys. Okay. Desert Pursuit was done by Ted Nicolaou, uh, mm-hmm. and Ice Gallery was done by Rosemary Turco. Mm-hmm. Now, getting back to Charles Band, now uh, and um, Crikey Empire Studios was it? Was it? Was it what's it? Is it? What is it? What's the other one? The Moon one? Um, Blue Moon? No. Um, mm. The one who, one who did the uh, Puppet Master guys. Um, you mean Full Moon? Full Moon. Full Moon. He he. And, and, and his other business, I think he made. I think. 
uh, Charles's business company, production company, made all the pop- puppet masters, or most of them, mm. uh, and uh, a slew of other movies he's been involved in as director yeah, of production that's and everything. Yeah, that's one that does do Very a lot busy of, man. That's yeah. one that does the stop motion I mentioned with the puppet master. Yeah, well, and it's, 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 it's not that bad. I mean, I, I don't maybe mind stop motion if it works. Yeah, yeah maybe with the da- giant statue in that animation, that maybe they hired the animator from from that same company. Well, it's his company. True, true. <laughs> I just meant have to that. Hire him. I just meant <laughs> what that. What are you that doing today? I, I, I want you to make a robot uh, giant the rock thing guy. Yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does make me think of all those monsters like um, a giant cyclops fighting um, a, a hero in yeah, a. Yeah, that sort of stuff, yeah. Stuff like that in those old the, movies where you know, see. The old sword and sandal type movies where uh, a stone statue comes to life or a gargoyle or. A, or a cyclops, as you just said, or something, yeah. Or a free, um, six-armed monster. Or a three-headed dragon, or yeah, whatever. Three-headed yeah. dog. Sorry, what, what's his name, Fred? No. Fluffy, wasn't it? No. Yeah. Oh, that no, that was one in Harry Potter. Yeah. But you know what yeah. I mean, like the old stop-motion effects they used to do back yeah, I know. in the it, that's, that's when they did early stuff, stuff earlier, before computer-generated stuff came in. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, that was a, not a lot more to talk about this one apart from the fact it's a fun movie. Yeah, uh, a worthwhile watch it, guys. It's reasonably well done, actually. I, 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 I mean, yeah, forgetting the storyline, there, there, there's seven different stories in there, obviously, about the different challenges and stuff, like challenges of Hercules or something or other. Well, that's what makes me think <laughs> yeah, of that. Yeah, that sort of stuff. But um, it, 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 even though they're supposed to be an anthology and different writers and different directors, it came together quite nicely. It was... Co- it, it, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it when it comes together properly, uh, timelines, everything, uh, everything just came together properly. It just yeah. felt right. Yeah, yeah. like this, mm. like they don't, f- the segments or the sequences didn't really fight against yeah, one they, another. Yeah, they, they complement each other. That's what we're looking for. They yeah. complement each other. They didn't work against each other. Yeah. And he was able to keep the actor was able to keep his own personality. Yeah. Of yeah, you know, the original personality going through the whole lot of the segments, which is good. Yeah, because mm. I did enjoy. That quote he did, you know, in that movie. I mean, about yeah, reality I, and. I reject your reality. I substitute with my own. Yeah, yeah that great. doesn't um like I know he has to be a just hero and he's not going to cheat on his wife anytime soon. He's more what? Yeah. with a computer. Mm. Uh, nah, but well. again, I do like the fact that the, throughout this movie, it it showed challenges and and they continued not that not they didn't. The the characters didn't fight one against one another like him and his wife. They they her character grew and developed like she started yeah, realizing. Yeah, she, she, she started to become part of the battle sequences. Yeah, and she started to mm. res- learn to live with the fact that that Cal the ca- computer it can be very useful. Exactly. And, and save their lives. It did. Mm-hmm. Now was it? Now was it a dream? Mm. I think it was in the dream. I mean, there was smoke at the end, like you, like they, when they just yeah. re, reappeared again. Yeah. Like hint, hint mm. that no. this was not all a dream. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Hmm. No, I, I think they were taken away to another realm. A little bit like in Dracula Rising. Did we do that a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Dracula Rising. I mean, the girl was taken to another area there where she was being challenged towards the end of the movie. Makes me wonder yeah, um, yeah. if the same director worked 
No, nah, like he didn't. No. They would have mentioned it, obviously. No. no. Different, different period, different directors. That mm. was a Coleman job, and yeah. That maybe he may have. Yeah. No, nah, I don't think he would have worked for Roger Corman. Yeah, I should have. It would have so. mentioned Roger it. Roger Corman worked with a lot of different. Well, no, a lot of people worked with Roger Corman over the years, and they went on to bigger and better things. I don't know if this guy had anything to do with Roger Corman. Yeah, I mean. Okay. Yeah, a lot of them. Um, did you know that? Roger. Lot, hey. Did you know that a lot of famous. Um, Either directors or producers that worked with Roger Corman or actors that worked with him, they went on to become bigger and, and better, better things yeah, too. Like, um, did you know that John, I think it was John Carpenter or James Cameron, yeah, that yeah. that he worked w- with with um, um, Roger Corman, and of course it that kind of, he went on to bigger things too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly right. Yeah, and who remember Tom Grafe? I can't remember him at all. I remember that. Um, <laughs> I think one of his actors, um, um, Jack Nicholson, he was one of the actors oh, who he? worked okay. with um, Dear Old Roger Good old Corman. Jackie. He yeah, was um, in Raven, and I think he was in, um, let me see, what's it called? Um, Barbershop of Horrors? Yeah, no, Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that one. And that, that was a fun movie. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, won't, we won't do again, that one. Again, <laughs> a lot of people often think that Jack Nicholson had a bigger role in that one, which he didn't. Yeah, they made, yeah we, we, we didn't see it advertised. And Jack Nicholson starring in Little Shop of Horrors. He is in it as a patient at the, at the, uh, at the dentist. That was it. Yeah, he only made uh-huh. one snap appearance and yeah. then just... And then I think Jonathan Hayes was the main actor and I can't remember the other guy. And yeah, um, hmm. yeah, yeah. Hmm. Mm. I mean, it's nice to tell everybody that Jack was in it, but Jack didn't have a big part. Hmm. Yeah, and sa- the plant had a bigger part, and the yeah. plant didn't get any credits. Snap. <laughs> so. Yeah, so what did reviewers say about this movie? Did they say anything interesting? Uh, I couldn't find too much on reviewers uh, on this, um, which mm. was, you know, obviously um, mm. it went down reasonably well. Mm. Uh, but I don't know whether it, it must have got to the feature, the, the picture theaters. It must have. But I quite I don't I don't know what did ticket sales or anything. Or I just can't tell you anything. Mm. And that's why it's a bit, a bit limited in uh, what information I can find out. Yeah, but, I doubt it. This went to directly to television. No, I don't think it did. And it, I don't it, think it went no. to directly to to VHS But no, I don't think it did. I think it went straight to the. Um, Straight, I went to the th- went to the theaters instead of going straight to um, home media. Mm. So um, yeah, so it, it probably had a good run. Uh, there's nothing detrimental I can find about it. But I, I, if anybody could tell me, it'd be really really nice. But yeah. um, mm. uh, but I think it was damn good. I thought and, it was um, clever. Good fun movie. Um, yeah, and we feel like those sort of action, sort of fantasy, sort of things. It's it, it's it's up there. Yeah. The, if you guys are into yeah. the 1980s type video games that you like, yeah, this is like yeah. one of those plots that deal with um, a, a character who sets himself tasks and he has to do them in you know bit by bit, you know, yeah. and each one is either a different task. Actually, so speaking of a different, you know, they're dragging a little bit, going on a bit further. There was going to be a sequel made ah. uh, about four years later, but it was never completed. So I don't know mm. what they run out of ideas. Maybe. Well, maybe or, they were satisfied with just the spinning. Well, maybe alone. yeah, but you, they, you've got to have good ideas, and if True. you just couldn't get enough good ideas to make it work, mm. do you flog a dead horse or just walk away from it? Because you could you could end up wasting money. True. Yeah. True. 
Yeah, so Leo, I wonder why directors. I wonder why producers and directors never learned their lesson no, that maybe they, a sequel well, could not work. So, see, yeah, but if a sequel's going to work, I mean, okay, let's say what's it going? Okay, like Star Wars. Hmm. Good. Okay, the first movie that they made out was um, New Hope. New Hope, which was technically speaking Star Wars Part 4 which is taken out of the middle of the storyline and did the bit where you know, Luke Skywalker and Yard we all know the story um, but then we had what two sequels after that then we had three prequels and then we had um, well I had a good continuation there well it all worked because it was, it was still still the same story uh, and same directors and everything and um, producers mm. uh, but then you had the spin-off stories and the extra colour ones put onto it and blah, 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 blah. There must have been, was it nine or ten movies made up, wasn't it? Uh, I think, let me see. Nine or ten movies? Nine. Nine movies. And but well, if you're adding the spin-offs, yeah. like, <coughs> Rogue like one. Solo, Rogue One, yeah, I guess yeah, we're looking at maybe. ten or eleven yeah. now. And, no, or, no, and adding the TV show. No, 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 no not TV show. You got eleven, and that's when, and they're all good. So you can't say sequels are always bad mm. if they can hold their own. Yeah, mm. as long as they can, um, um, know how to tell the story and keep to the story. Well, then keep the storyline, yeah. And and that only thing I think probably the last movie. No, no, it was good, mm. but the ending could have been a bit better. But uh, yeah. yeah, oh, we're we're. Happy, happy, joy, joy, and it, it, I think it fell flat right the movie. But yeah. all the movies in that yeah. that, that franchise are if I, if I had my way, I would mm. stick to the six movies. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not being... I, I like sci-fi. I just like <laughs> the fact that in Return of Jedi, it was it had a good closure. It had a good closure. But 20 years later or something, rather, the, or what it was, the, the naughty guys were... Uh, yeah. Coming around again, and it's a good. It was timely to make the search for more money. No, 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 oh, no, yeah. no, no. It, it, I think know, that's it, the biggest problem. Like spaceballs. Yeah, I think that <laughs> spaceballs had it right when it, when they mentioned like that part. for more money. We, we make more money in merchandising, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is that if you get a sequel, yeah. and yet throughout the years, Star Wars has continued its merchandise. You know, and even it's still popular and. But, I've seen um, even when they weren't doing the um, the, the the new Star Wars movies, they they kept up with the more merchandise throughout the um, of course the, the year, keep, even the, if they weren't. Alive. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, this isn't about Star Wars. This is about uh, uh, yeah, sequels again. But you know, you look at things like okay, I I, I would I would have mentioned this, but okay, say Rocky. How many Rocky movies were there? Uh, let me see. Seven. Six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight. Eight Rocky movies. Now, well, actually, the two others are more like a sort of a, a spin-off. Okay, okay, where whatever. it deals with um, 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 Apollo Creed's son. Right, okay, fine. And how Rocky goes comes in as a bit of a co-star in that role yeah. where he helps train, um, train him. Yeah. Okay, now, point is, the, those Rocky movies, even though I'm not a great fan of Rocky movies per se, but I don't mind them, I can watch them, but the point is they had a consistency, they had a continuity going on from movie to movie. They mm. developed the storylines worked, they were all uh, joined in quite nicely and didn't take away and they actually built on the overall story. So yeah, yeah. so se sequels and prequels, as long as they work, yeah, might as well do it and uh, add to it, build up. You know, build yeah, up, I yeah. do admit though that... Um, a lot of people often didn't like, I guess probably didn't like the, f 
I think they didn't like the, let me see, the fifth Rocky movie, I think it was. That, that was the Russian guy or no? Uh, no, that was the one where Rocky lost all his money oh, because one, yeah, of yeah. a bad investor. Or maybe ba- yeah, not no, a bad yeah, investor, no, yeah, no, an account, bad to an, accountant. It was given to an accountant to invest in something rather than lost all his money or ripped him off or something. Yeah. Or, Hmm. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, so he hmm. he was given a power attorney. That's the word. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. Some, um, it was Paul's. Uh, Paul, I, Paul Paul's idea. idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't realize that it, he was um signing over dear old um Rocky's assets. Everything. To, yeah. Everything to that that jerk. And the guy took it. Did he take it or steal it or just lose it? All? Um, he lost it on a sort of thing in About, hopes that yeah. dear old Rocky and his wife would not notice the money disappearing. disappearing. Hmm. And of course the um attorneys um notice it but and they realize that oops th- yeah and they anyway said, this is again we're not talking about rocking men no. we're just talking about sequels yeah anyway mm-hmm. um let's focus on this movie yeah. guys so, so what did we like about the most i think i liked most was the chem- the um, chemistry between um paul and and gwen gwen Gwen. 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 I did like the fact that they started off with a rocky um, relationship, but then later on, they started realizing she started really warming up to the idea that that yeah that thing that and things her, work her, out. Her man, her was really a hero. He saved her life more than once. Yeah, more, a couple of times, yeah, yeah by going through these um, trials do, and different I do things. wonder yeah. what mm. throughout those tests did um, did um, she. Was it her that he was saving all those times? I mean, she just appeared a couple of times. Well, no, he had no. Well, it wasn't about saving her every time. A case that uh, he had to uh, be tested, uh, and she was thrown into the slasher one and yeah, the desert seemed, one. Yeah, the um, as, for, as for that slasher one, it's like she didn't have any memory of of the um. Unless the, no, that she, unless that was the plan that that, that Miss yeah, had yeah. that. She had no memory of what happened, so yeah, exactly it makes right. story makes the um, quest a lot more interesting. Yeah, yeah. Put her into the uh, into the thing as a player with her no knowledge of the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, like, but she was, in, was she in two of them? That, um, that one, let me the see. One and the she was one. in the um, desert one, the 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 um ba- the um wasp one. No, wasp one, the band. The yes, right, slasher yeah, yeah. one. Let me think. Um, the one with oh, the, the, um, the ice cave. The ice cave. Yeah, the ice cave. Yeah. So yeah, she's in a few of them, but and he sort of, sort of saved her in a couple of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But especially in the wasp one, they're going to cut her up with a machete, uh, and that uh, ice one is she's going to be beaten up and eaten up and chewed up and whatever by those creatures, and he saved her there. So yeah, yeah. I suppose when she was there, he was saving her life a lot. Yeah, quite mm. right. Anyway, there's not much to talk about. It's just a good fun movie. Yeah, um, and I highly recommend yeah. you guys go check it out and all that. I must admit, I have seen a lot of movies over the years. I've seen some crappy movies and good movies and the middle movies. It's a good in the middle movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's neither a, a B movie or, or... I don't think it's a B com- movie. Or a complete I, A movie. It's in the middle. It's, it's sort it's of a, in the middle. It's a, so let's say it's a B plus movie. How's that? Yeah. Or, or an, at least or an A minus. A minus or something. Or something. <laughs> No, it's a good movie. It's, it's somewhere in the middle. Yeah, it's in the middle there. Yeah, so I don't think it's bad after all to go to a B movie. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a good fun movie if you like a bit of fantasy and a bit of action hero type stuff. And yeah, if and you like of, yeah. um, sorcerers and fantasy and dark fantasy and horror, yeah, this yeah. is something that you might like to go see. And purely for the fact that uh, the novelty of it, uh, having um, seven, eight different directors. 
Yeah. So uh, in different, doing different parts to see yeah. how it actually worked together. Yeah. Mm. I remember J.J. Abrams, the um, guy who did Star Wars The Force Awakens, he got so angry at the other filmmaker who did, um, the, you know, The Last Jedi movie. Yeah. Because he didn't like the script, as I heard. Okay, I that's mean, fine. Um, there's that's one direct. Those are two directors who probably didn't like where the story was going, or bothered exactly to right. um, bothered to continue um, committing to this film project. Exactly, if that's you, hard. Yeah, it's, it's it's hard on a producer trying to get good good help. <coughs> yeah, well, that mm. one that mm. as I often mentioned to these guys in the past, that script that they had that they were doing for that the new Star Wars franchise that was. Um, they, those were individual scripts, like they didn't, they weren't a full script, like, as in like the original Star Wars movies was a full, full, um, screenplay, you know, it just happened to be cutting up bits and pieces of it to make into different movies. movies. Here it was just a little different. Yeah. Anyway, we're not talking about Star Wars anyway. I know, I know, I know, I know. (laughs) We keep going back to Star Wars. I know, but Star Wars... The new ones, obviously, um, yeah. they kept on. They just those were separate scripts, while the original was a one big screenplay. Yeah, yeah, original. And he broke it down to six par- parcels and made six movies out of it. Yeah, exactly. Mm. The, while go. the other one, that was they were fighting against writers and directors mm. pr- approach the story. Yeah. Even if George is a good job. Anyway, this isn't about Star Wars. No, no. Let's freak yeah. this. Um, I'm going to so. give it. Mm-hmm. It's like nine and a half. I'm going to give it. I'll, um, I'll roll them bones. I'm going to give it a nine and a half. I'm going to give it a nine and a half too. Mostly because I, I do like the story and there were some interesting things in it. Yeah. But anyway, here is this Charles Band guy. He's been doing. He's been involved in lots of movies over the years, yeah. uh, writing, directing, whatever, again, producing. And again, yeah. this yeah. movie had a mixture of different mm. things. Horror, fantasy, dark fantasy, yeah. a bit of comedy here and there. Well, yeah, com- it was, I would say it's, it had hints of comedy It had there. a bit of a... There was a lighheartedness about it. It had a bit yeah. of everything yeah. that will be good for everyone. A good mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think uh, Charles Band and the other guys got it right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so they had they're on the right track with this mm. one, and if uh, if they ever did make money out of it, they'll probably make a video game out of it. <laughs> yes, mm, mm. funny that, hey. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Well, I think that um, <laughs> a lot of movies, um, mostly sci-fi movies, they often based it, their movies around video games or well, their sometimes. stories. Like this one, or the Last Starfighter, or the original Star Wars. They all have one. They have a few things in common like they set tasks yep. they um have to face battles and they they have a primary goal yes and uh, there's a lot of character development now. like in star wars there luke skywalker was a little farm boy became a hero you know that yeah, sort of stuff well, and, and and the last starfighter same thing as a character yeah, well both yeah. those ones yeah, yeah, they yeah. deal with um interesting battles yeah, yeah, and yeah. the only way you can defeat them is to shoot the um spaceship yeah, in a certain yeah. kind of way but also personal growth in there yeah. he, was, he was going to run away then he stood his ground and then he did what he had to do and became a hero exactly yeah. so yeah i like those sort of things yeah mm-hmm. good old uh, what's the word personal development sci-fi sort of things why not 
Yes, I think that's about it for us tonight, guys. And I hate this this being. You want to draw on? We 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 talk about alien. No, no, no. Um, no, no. <laughs> alien franchise. So anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening to this podcast, guys. Yeah. So this is Sarah Stevenson and Michael saying, "See you guys around for our next one." See Bye. you around the galaxy. <laughs>